And now I am pushing this. Hey, everybody. We're here. We're here. We're having a good time. We're having a good time. And I'm going to push. And I'm going to push. This button. Mondo The sound was so I could do it too. Yeah. Fooled you. I got him. I believe is what the kids say. Hearing it. Got him. We're here doing the show. It's the uh, it's the after show for um, June. The end. The end of June. June is almost over. Uh, we have, uh, I believe, in about a week. Here, it will have been four months since we have been to the office. If I'm, if my, my Jesus, yeah, you're right. I think you're right. If my last Instagram post from outside. Uh, is to be believed. Um, I haven't ridden Bart in four months. Whoa. I took a picture while I was driving home from work on March 6th. So. Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, but here we are. We've been doing this stuff for a, almost a full third of a year. It still feels weird. And it it doesn't i don't think it feels any more normal to me than it did then yeah yeah in, in some ways it has just because we've been doing it for so long but i still can't it's not like i forgot what life is like right i still remember what life used to be yeah yeah <sighs> Well, uh, we're here to take your questions in a variety of ways <clears throat> from the chat, where you've got an ask a question button right up there at the top, to Discord, which uh, we don't have, we don't have the information for the Discord in in the. It's, it's right there. It's in the. It's in the. It's, it's in the right bar. There. Okay. The bar I'm looking at doesn't show. I'm gonna hit. Re- I'm gonna hit refresh on this chat then because I don't think I believe you. It, it refreshed for me. Okay. So are you are you seeing it on the bottom bar? Because I, I so I'm I'm looking Under at the pop the part out where it says lockdown 2020. Okay. See that's that's the part I have carved off the page. I no longer see that because I'm living the pop out life. Pop outs. That's right. For. Uh, hold on. Give me 20 minutes. Okay. Great. All right. I'm just gonna. Um, Pop out. Pop out pop oh, out. hey. You got there. Tremendous. Uh, pop out is for cop outs. And we're here. That's, uh, yeah, so it's, it's, uh, it's been kind of crazy going through this, like, fake E3 stuff still. And, um, it kind of not delivering in this. It's, it ain't hitting the same way. It, it, it's, uh, the way it is all spread out and all this other stuff, it doesn't feel, right it's spread out and also i think very obviously at this point so many plans are changing so dramatically yeah that it's like and we're in that weird in between new console zone where people can't or won't announce things i don't know it's just like a perfect blend of a time that should be full of fun video game news. And there's like so many real world events going on that overshadow the news that we do get. Yep. Yep. Oh. 
yeah, there's a lot. There's a, there's a lot going on other than the video games, of course. Um, and it's been, uh, it's been crazy for a good long time. So yes, this, these last, these last four months have been uh, a, a real, real wild time. Um, well, let's get into it. Questions from the chat and, uh, and from voicemail here, looking at this sort of stuff. Um, blatant save scum asks, what was the last E3 you considered a good one? Huh. What year did I start? 20... 17. I went to, I went to 17. No, I went to 18, 19 and would have gone to 20. Yeah. Uh, so, Probably at least 2017, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it was probably the year that Sony had that press conference where they just announced everything, right? Where they were like, here's the Final Fantasy remake, and then here's this Shenmue thing. Even though some, you know, a lot of the games weren't necessarily theirs per se. Like, and, and the, uh, you could debate that launching a Kickstarter from the stage of a Sony press conference is a pretty fucking <laughs> crazy and fucked up thing to do. Um, yeah. But like they they had a a shit ton of stuff to talk about, and that uh, that at least was cool. Um, so that one comes to mind in terms of recent E threes. I don't know that that's necessarily the last good one per se. I just like well, I don't know. There's always something. I don't know that like I would say that E threes have been bad per se. I think the show floor at last year's show was pretty rotten um, in a lot of ways. But you know and when you look at the show especially looking at it from home it doesn't matter who you know what was on the show floor it's like what's the total encompassing information that you're getting out of that and is that cool or not and i think there's kind of always something yeah um on that front so so yeah i don't know that's the the last kind of big stick out game event to me is probably though that that weird sony press conference where they just announced a billion things that wouldn't ship in any kind of reasonable time frame, and 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 all this other stuff, uh, and and yeah, uh, that was fun. Uh, that was fun for sure. Um, when was the last time EA had a good conference? I I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. Like honestly, I think you know, like people talk about like hey e3 memories and stuff like that like there are bright points that stick up uh here and there for sure or, or notable moments um but like honestly at some point it's all blur the tipping point for me was the year they had um i think it was 2015 but the year they had pele come out yeah it was 2015 okay. I feel like since then they have not showed up yeah, I mean, I don't know what 2014 was, so, so I, I couldn't tell you what. Sure, you know, yeah. if that I just was a good show. Distinctly but distinctly being at my really shitty job, watching that press conference, live tweeting it, and I was like, "This is." They had like the giant plants for zombie foam people come out on stage, and that was miserable. It was, yeah, a mess. Uh, and intended BM says, "What about Keanu?" I that sort of shit does nothing for me. Here's a celebrity for a minute. Like I don't, I don't care. It's cool that he's in the game, right? But like, I, I even like, I was like, oh, cool, Keanu. Like, I like that. And then just the internet's overreaction to it was made me like it less. And I'm usually pretty good. I'm a Rick and Morty fan. I'm pretty good at separating an audience from the the work. 
Sure. Yeah. Uh, like I, th- I think like he was fun and charming or or whatever. But like I, that didn't. That's not an especially noteworthy moment to me. I guess I don't. I don't know. Like, hey, a celebrity's in a game is just not. It's it's not that cool. Uh, or or it's not it's not automatically awesome, right? right. It's it's like okay, that's great. Like hopefully he's used well in the game because a lot of that's celebrities good. are not uh, for for a variety of reasons. You so, show up, they say like two lines. Yeah exactly can't interact with them like if i i wouldn't want to but i think the right call would be make it so that you could like kill keanu right like i i don't think anyone should but like put them in the world and treat them as a character that everyone else is like but you can like interact with them like you could with any other NPC. or you know or maybe he's a bad i mean you know like they've certainly been you know there's been celebrity roles where you know the where they've played the the main bad guy before and stuff. What was the the guy with his dog with the the Tom Clancy game? And narrows it down. The guy that came out with the dog for the Tom well, Clancy. The guy John Favreau. No, what's the guy's name? John Bernenthal. Oh yes. Hey, I, he was the bad guy in that game. The guy with the dog, John Clancy, brought up exactly what I wanted. So great, perfect. Uh, everyone loves John Clancy. Um. And uh, yeah, there's there's been a, a number of, of different things like that. So that's it is what it is. Yeah, no, Jerry Rice and Nidus, those are the only celebrities I care about. I'm really trying to think who are like the best celebrity cameos in games. Um, as like them. Well, not even as not as, yeah yeah. Just like who's the like the best celebrity role? Yeah. Uh, Christopher Maloney was in Call of Duty that one year when it was all when it was like extra weird. Uh, yeah, yeah, Fred well, Durst was well, in Fight Club. Call of Duty. Yeah, no, Kevin and and like that that particular Kevin Spacey, like that was all right. That was that was like pant that was done well. Um, for for what it was. Um, I googled best celebrity cameos in games, and the first article is. Number one, Gary Coleman in Postal 2. So there's been none. Yeah, no, that was the last time it was good. Uh, Congratulations to the Postal franchise. They're making a new one of those. It's an early access. I took a look at it. It, Oh, you know, people people citing Saints Row 3 with the... uh, um, Burt Burt Reynolds was in... Was that that four? The the actor, the, the one whose name... Keith David. Oh, yeah. Yep. That was good. That was good. Yes. Yeah, that that was that was a fun use of it also. They yeah. they did they did well there. Um But yeah, the a lot of that stuff is kind of shitty. A lot of that stuff, yeah, you know, you get people that are only there for a day to do some voices and the you know, they're not just because they're great actors doesn't mean that they're great voice actors. Uh, totally. And yeah. and you end up with some stunt casting moments where like, you know, like fucking Ronda Rousey in Mortal Kombat. She sucks. Yeah. Uh, she's she just bad at it. So much compared to everyone else. Yeah. Um, she's she's just bad at it. Um, so, you know, that type of stunt casting stuff, I think, sort of sucks. Um does Tony Hawk in his own game count? Tony Hawk's voice work got better, but not always. <laughs> I don't know that I would always that I would ever call it good. Um, I feel like a lot of the 
the the thug games when they had more story stuff and it was like here's tony hawk you're hanging out with tony hawk in the van and team bam margera those guys sure suck uh and he deserves another shot after the do a kickflip video though i feel like he's kind of coming to his own as a guy who can yell things yeah absolutely uh, yeah I, th- I think yes i think i think tony hawk uh is fine absolutely fine some of those reads in those games back then were incredibly wooden but whatever for a skateboarding game it was totally acceptable um all right, how are you doing over on on that end? Uh, still still working on the okay. flow. Okay, all right, great. Um, and that Snoop Dogg voice pack in uh, I believe it was Call of Duty Ghosts was probably the best thing about Ghosts. Uh, ghosts, man. I what? Yeah, I, I'm. I wonder. Like we're we're about due here for a Call of Duty announcement, or whether they're going to reveal that in the game or or whatever they're gonna gonna end up doing um they're they're just about due to announce that game and ghosts was the first like call of duty of this current generation which is why i'm thinking of it but uh but yeah i don't know i think revealing like it looks like they're yeah someone uh yeah amor 714 it, it, it does seem like they're getting they're gonna reveal that inside of Warzone in some way um, oh sure have their big Fortnite event yeah uh which you know hey if you're not going to do it in a basketball game because there are no basketball games or, or whatever then i think like the doing it as an at an in-game thing um is uh that's a that's a way to go i think that that's they should try that and see how if it goes you, so you saw how they did an inception in Fortnite. yeah what was that was that just like hey we got a big screen you can stand here and we're gonna play inception I believe that was the case. I thought I was really hoping they would do some like cool world bending stuff in yeah. the Fortnite world, but whatever. Um, what game or what movie do you want to watch in Warzone? N- none of none of them. Okay, you it's- have to pick. You ha- absolutely have to pick. You're the programming director for the movie theater in Warzone. What movie do you show? Can- Cannonball Run. <laughs> the kids. The kids of that love. Run cannonball run oh i mean if we're trying to attract like the kids then i'd be like i guess what sonic the hedgehog what do we you know what do we well that would actually go over really well yeah um like yeah no that's uh i i guess i would probably like i would want it to be a movie that i wouldn't mind seeing in some shitty way right so not something where you're like oh the effects are ruined because it's mapped onto this screen and all this other stuff but like i don't like I don't get that stuff because that stuff has existed in like the different VR chat or whatever. It's been like, Hey, do you want to watch a movie in VR? It'll be like you're sitting in a fake movie theater. And like, that sounds like shit. The the appeal of the Fortnite thing is you do it with all your friends. Right. And you're all running around with avatars and shit on the Island. And like doing what is there stuff to do? Uh, you're watching a movie and goofing off, but like are there items to interact with in that space other than, your friends and you're are you just like emoting at each other or are you like i don't know yeah i didn't didn't tune in i think what would be cool so warzone does the thing where in the pre-game you gun each other down and you actually gain xp for those kills yeah so if it was just like an hour and a half long pre-game where you were just shooting each other 
and fucking with each other to prevent them from watching the movie. Right, you die, and it's like, damn it, this is the best part. Now I got to respawn and parachute in again and hopefully land in a better spot where I can see the movie better. What uh, if it's just plain as you're parachuting down and the whole world is it and you land and you're on top of like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's face shooting people. Hmm. Sure. So, I mean, yeah, why not? I don't know. Make it weird. Like, what would, it would, what if instead, if, if you want to make this as dumb as possible, then, then what if it was just the audio from Inception playing and then Fortnite models and stuff like basically like it was like a stage play version of it where you you were watching a polygonal bunch of characters some of whom are just regular ass Fortnite characters and you go oh that's the one playing Leonardo DiCaprio uh and you just watched a fucking machinima version of Inception I'm I I would watch that I would 100% watch that like why not right I mean like that would be a billion times harder to execute on and way weirder uh and would take way more work than play video file on thing i don't know like the but like that i just that as a use of fortnite doesn't really compute for me because there are already other ways to like hey let's uh you do, like on twitch you can do that sort of stuff right like hey let's all watch the same movie at the same time via amazon prime or uh a plex server or something like that and then you can voice chat during it or something like that's that's all super doable. Uh, you don't need to be Fortnite to do that. Uh, and and so, like, that's why I ask stuff like, well, what can you do while the movie is on? Because if you're going to do it inside of Fortnite, I don't want to just, like, stand around and emote while a movie plays. I want to be fighting each other or shooting, you know, have a, a, hey, everyone's got a bag of popcorn and you just fling popcorn at each other. Like, some dumb shit you can do while it's happening. Uh, cause if it's just like everyone is flossing while inception plays, like who cares? I, that sounds, I mean, that sounds kind of fun to me, but like, that's a, like, if it, it would be funnier if you all chose to floss, but had all these other things you could do. <laughs> right. I mean, sure. It was like, yeah, no, we could be building a gigantic tower, uh, out of resources to eventually get to the end of the movie, you know, whatever, or we could just stand here and floss. I don't know. That's. I, I think that's the stuff like that would be more interesting. But you know, th- like right now, all the stuff they're doing seems like really nascent and just like, hey, we're just testing the limits and seeing what people will show up for and and all that other stuff. So I, I don't know. That that all seems weird. Um. Let's see. Uh, Deano Chong says MTV had an interactive Jersey Shore watch channel where people could hit a pickles button and it threw pickles at the screen. I'm Pickle Rick. Mm-hmm. I'm Polly D. I turned myself into a pickle. Is that I don't I, I didn't watch enough Jersey Shore to know why you would have pickles. I don't either. Yeah. All I know about Jersey Shore is GTL, baby. Right. Okay. Yes. I guess I do know what that means when you say that out loud. I'm like, hmm. I don't think I have ever seen Jersey Shore. Yeah, I never watched an episode of it. I, it was at that 
the height of it was at a point where I hadn't come to terms with the fact that I could like watch something like that and appreciate it. I was just like, oh, this is like, you know, I was an edgy, whatever, 15, 16 year old kid is like, oh, this is representative of the downfall of modern culture and not just like, oh, look at these morons. Yeah. It could be both. Oh, it could be both. And I mean, yeah. it should be a little bit of both. Like, but I was not, I was so self-serious at the time that I couldn't think I would enjoy the humor of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. How about how about I click and drag on this person? Yeah, drag them into our channel. Drag them. Hello, caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? And we would like to hear your second question, please. Uh, hi, I'm Nick. I'm calling in from New York. Hello, Nick. Trying to beat the heat. Nice. That's uh, I. Um, I don't have a basement. I have a crawl space. That's like I don't even think I could fit in it. It's it's not good. Oh yeah, no. I I probably have as many spiders down here, but with more room, we uh have space for each other um anyway question is uh second question right uh do y'all have any good memories notable instances of having like going to a rental store or borrowing a game from a friend and having the wrong game in the box Mm. um right now on a shelf upstairs it's been sitting there for like eight years but there is a box for a ps2 backyard baseball with a copy of uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas in it. Got it from a yard sale. Don't know any more story than that. And it just, I don't know. It makes me laugh. Yeah. That's, uh, th- thank you for your call. Uh, that's, I, hmm. I don't know. I'm, you know, I, so most of my game renting happened in the NES era. I rented a, a billion different garbage ass Nintendo games and they, Usually, you know, because they were just clear plastic cases and you could see the game right there. Uh, it, it wasn't really a situation where you would end up with the wrong one unless someone had busted the cartridge open and switched games or, or something like that. Right. Um, so I, that didn't I don't know that I've ever had that happen. Um, hmm. I definitely had one where I went to buy from GameStop a copy of extreme g3 uh-huh. uh, for the gamecube uh i liked the it was extreme g games on the n64 quite a bit yeah and i got instead the seminal shooter from ubisoft that we all know and love 13 13 david the company i mean that has and, an x and a three in it also yeah. so it's it's yep. uh yeah, I could see how the mistake could be made. Very easy yeah. swap. XG3, X3, like, well, you know, hey, it happens. And, like, we got home, and I just looked at it. I was like, man, this at least looks cool. Maybe maybe it'll be okay. And it was. I remember 13 being maybe okay. It was, yeah, okay. Like It had a cool story, I thought, at huh. the time. I remember that game seeming a lot cooler before they let anyone play it. When it was like a theory, when you looked at yeah, yeah like a screenshot, and you're like, "Oh, it's, it's like so a cartoon." Shaded. Yeah. Um, and then you played it, and you're like, "Oh, no, that's not. That doesn't. That doesn't seem. That <laughs> doesn't seem great." Um. Yeah, that's uh. 
Yeah, no, I, I can't. I can't immediately think of any situation where I ended up with the wrong game. At one point, I got really bored with my uh, Atari uh, home computer cartridges and opened them all up and moved the games into different cases. Um, so like you'd put in Missile Command and it would be Asteroids. That was dumb. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was a dumb. I don't know why. I don't know why I did it. I think I wanted it to be a harder to other people to play. Like just it was. Like, it's, this is my sick code. No one can know. I know that I want to put this cartridge in to play this game, and no one else can know that. They'll get it wrong. <laughs> um, uh, and I ended up giving uh, the cartridges. When I upgraded computers, all that stuff went to, like, an aunt and uncle who used it for a while, and I think their solution was to uh, just put tape on all the cartridges and write the real name of the game on it. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, probably probably the right way to go instead of open them up and swapping them back. Um, all that, all that sort of stuff. Uh, a more simple forces. I once rented a copy of SmackDown on the PS one and got a Barry white CD instead. That's neat. That's, that's, <laughs> I, think, I think you came out ahead there. Yeah, that's probably, yeah, that that's not bad. Uh, Collins, your name says, hot take. Do you think Microsoft shutting down the store locations and Mixer might be moves to offset a low-cost console? No. To answer the actual question, no. But uh, to expand on that a little bit, I the thing I've, I've seen other people say that, that kind of makes sense is that this is just them realizing, like, hey, we're never going to... This is never going to be a huge business for us. This is just... Like yeah. we could keep spending money on Mixer, but it ain't going to happen uh, unless we figure something else out. Uh, and uh, and the the store stuff too. Like I never understood why Microsoft had store locations. I know they got into hardware with the Surface and and a few other devices over time, but it just struck me as like I, I it just never seemed like something that needed to exist. So uh, them them deciding to just leave those closed. Um, you know that makes sense to me. They don't. They don't need to chase Apple into that. They just don't have the the same reasons to have a store the way Apple does. Um. So yeah, and and you know Microsoft's a large company with a lot of different divisions. Like that's probably not even the same. Maybe Mixer is. I don't know. But that's not the same. That's not the same money. Like the Xbox division doesn't have to go like. Hey, can we shut down some stuff so we can have some more money to, for a launch or, or whatever? Like, I, I don't necessarily think that they're they're hugely uh, related. Um, but uh, yeah, they're keeping some of those stores open as like, or they they will reopen them as like experience centers or whatever, so they can still have some kind of presence that says like, "Hey, you should consider Microsoft. We exist. We're cool." Yeah, um, that's really like marketing. Is yeah, a good reason to keep some of those stores around. Right. Yeah, um, but like as a as a like, oh, we need to go sell stuff and and we need to get out there so people know where to buy. Like, I always looked at it as like, well, if I if a mouse breaks, I guess that's a place I could go if I was near there when I had a broken mouse. Which the only one near here was in Corte Madera, and that's too far. Like, no, I would go to the staples over here and buy a shitty mouse there. If I needed a shitty mouse in a hurry, I don't know. Um, yeah, I love staples for that. Yeah. When you need, when you, you, you just need something. It doesn't matter that it's garbage. Uh, in terms of computer parts, <laughs> staples is there. Um, 
let's see. Uh, how are you doing? You got anything up uh, down there for me? Nope. All right. All right. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Lucky Chris says, uh, remember when you could watch Netflix with Xbox 360 friends, Mystery Science Theater style? Yeah. They they had that oh, kind really? of that watch together stuff there. Uh, and at some point, I think they took it out because the licensing didn't work. I read... Um, so there was there was talk early on with Connect, and I, this might have been in the Xbox One era because that was when they were forcing a Connect on people. Uh, that maybe one of the ideas was um, with Connect, we know how many people are in your room at a given time, and if you have too many people in the room, uh, we can st- prevent you from watching Netflix because you have gone into public exhibition. There are too many people here. Uh, and, and you can't do it. Um, and I don't know if that ever came to pass. I think it was something that was maybe in one of the patents or something like that, or one of the potential use cases, or, or, or it was either that or just something that people were paranoid about, but it seemed like Netflix was, was maybe angling for, um, f- for that sort of thing or yeah. Okay. It looks like it was a, it sounds like it's a patent thing, uh, that the people were, were fearing would be used in that way. Oh, that makes sense. I got an email about a device, and I don't remember the name of it, and I probably wouldn't say it anyway, but it was literally that. It was literally a device that they were like, hey, we're going to make it so you can watch movies. Like, Because everyone's trying to figure out, like, what the fuck do movies, how, how do you do movies now? And so I think the idea was like, okay, well, we can, we can sell this device that comes with, and, and it was literally like, it comes with a camera so you can know exactly how many people are in the room and, you know, charge them accordingly with the idea being like, you know, your movie rental price will be different if you've got more people in the room um, than if you were alone or something like that, which is. Yeah. They, they really wanted to start like when people were talking about theaters. Yeah. It was that thing of like a device will, you know, you can have a movie play in your house, but if it's more than 10 people, the device will know and the price will go up. And Yeah. But will it detect the camera I've pointed at the screen so that I can upload it to the internet later? Uh, yeah. I, it's just a, that's such a weird uh, thing that seems like pretty defeatable also. Cause you're just like, well, I'll just, pointed over at this side of the room or you know or just other it's just, you know just it seems like there are just ways around that uh yeah that that seem bizarre but i you know it's, it's i just i can't imagine and whatever I, i've been saying this wrong but like the idea of just like let's reopen movie theaters let's have movies let's like the idea of watching movies that way i i just i don't i mean it's, it's fucking talking about chris nolan like i'm a i'm a huge chris nolan fan but the how like just the stories coming out about him lately are a bad look about he's like no i will not let people see this at home they have to see it in a movie theater and it's just like fucking yeah look outside bro yeah it's like all right well then no one's gonna see your fucking movie i guess maybe someday they will or just the worst people are gonna see your movie right yeah uh or, yeah, like the idea of just like, I want people to choose that they might get sick to see this movie. It's the most yeah. real cinematic experience you could ever have. I want people to possibly 
put their family and grandparents at risk to see my movie that you can get a 95% experience seeing it on DVD. Yeah, I, I'm I'm past the point of like theater as a better experience, I think, from the quality of TVs these days. Obviously, not everyone has a high quality TV at home. Um, and, you know, like a home theater system and stuff like that. I think that you can approximate the theater experience or if not have a better experience uh, by not having to be in a goddamn movie theater. Like, fuck the pandemic. Fuck. Like, I'd. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, let's go see movies with a bunch of other people in the room that are making fucking weird noise the whole time. Cool, that's a great time. Yeah, well, okay. If they're if they're doing that, then that improves the experience, you know. But I just feel like they don't do that enough, um, or certainly not enough for that to be like a way that I want to go see movies. Like I, I just like just whatever, man. Movie theaters. That idea was dead before all this stuff. And you just look at this now and just go like, yeah, nah, fuck it. Um, let's see here. BB uh, Albert with a question. Hypothetical question. Do you think the Xbox brand would have done any better in Japan if Microsoft had marketed it as the MSX3? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll take your word for that one. <laughs> no. The, so the MSX and the MSX2 were... Computers that were big in Japan, Europe, and and basically everywhere but here, <laughs> kind of. Um, and Metal Gear was originally an MSX game, and and some of that stuff, like lightly N- NES like in terms of capabilities, I guess I would say. But it was a computer, so. Um, and it was you know Microsoft's operating system was on the machine, even though a trillion different companies made MSXs. There's a bunch of different ones out there. Um. So no, I, I no, I don't think it, that would have necessarily helped them in in Japan. I don't think that w- that would have necessarily done and them any favors one way or the other. Um, what do you think about Lou Diamond Phillips? Asks unintended BM. Ugh. I mean, it could be it could be bad bad manner. Sure. You know. Okay. All right. I hope. You never know. Um, I didn't know he's Filipino. Hmm. I liked the big hit. <laughs> A Lou Diamond Phillips, Mark Wahlberg classic. I liked La Bamba when I saw it in the 90s. Okay, yeah. La Bamba wasn't bad. It's no the, it, it's no the big hit, but... Uh, really strong name. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely a strong name. Uh, you got anybody for me on that end? Uh-uh. All right. Okay. Uh, knock, knock. Open up the door. It's real. Okay. Um... Arc Lightning asks, do you guys think there is too much hype for Cyberpunk? Yes. Yeah? Um, well, I don't know. There, uh, I, uh, Too much hype is a weird question to answer because, like, that you have to factor in, like, well, what's your personal hype level? What's the overall hype yeah. level? How good are you at not 
succumbing to an overall hype level. I think the game is being very hyped up. I think it's going to be a, I mean, I, I don't have any like special insights. I haven't played it or anything. It seems like it has the potential to be a really cool open world game. Um, I like a lot of the details coming out about it. Like, you know, you can go through the whole thing without killing anyone. That's cool. Great. But then like, I don't know, just people are, the way people are salivating over every little detail makes me worried uh gamespot actually ran a really good article called like finding the cyberpunk in cyberpunk Mm. Uh, maybe i can find the full name but you know talking about like i guess that's the thing I, i i'm most interested about is like what i like and what you know we've talked about cyberpunk a little bit what we like about cyberpunk is isn't like whoa a cool tech thing that helps, but it's like, you know, it's really personal stories. It's like the fucking corpse yeah. doing corp shit, yep. like corporate sabotage, you know? Um, I, I think the game has to nail that stuff for me, for it to be like really, uh, hit. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think, I think you're right. Uh, that the, the fiction and and that sort of stuff has to be sharp. I, I when I look at it, I I look at it and see, especially when they're out there making the same claims that a lot of other games do about like, well, not a, a ton, but like you know, enough. Uh, like, hey, you can get through without killing anybody. Like, it, they're just describing those Deus Ex games in a lot of ways, uh, or they're, they're like that's a lot like the marketing of those, you know, where it's just like you can play your way, you can go in guns blazing, or you can hack, or you can sneak. And those are the three ways we wrote every quest in the game. And, you know, like, depending on how you spec, you're going to be forced to do one or two and be locked out of the third. Uh, and I think that's like, I look at that and go like, well, I like games like that sometimes, not, not every time, but like when those games are good, I like them quite a bit. And so I look at it and get like what I feel is appropriately excited for it. Yeah. I, I look at it and go like, this looks like it could be a really great version of that style of game. And if they have some great lore in there and some of that other stuff, Hey, that could really go a long way or it could be a a fine or mediocre version of one of those also, you know, but, uh, but I, there's a, uh, sometimes it seems like people are framing that game in a way that's like, there's never been anything like this. I'm like, no, like every time I see it, it's like no, okay. Like I, I feel like I'm getting more and more of my head around like ex- exactly the sort of things they're doing, and right. like I'm excited for that stuff, but I'm not like pound the table, punch a, you know, I'm not like fucking losing in my mind about it. I look and I go like, yes, great, okay, awesome. I I hope that that's good. I you know that's uh, other games that have been like that have been good. Some games that have been like that have been bad, but uh, I. I'm interested to see that take on it. They sure do have a lot of art, you know. Yeah, like that's like you true. look at it and go like, "Hey, this is a, a tremendous looking game in a lot of ways," and I hope that the rest of it uh, holds up to that standard. I think it it, it, it could that. be amazing. It could be fine. I, you know, I don't know. We don't. We don't know. The the uh, they did say that the character moves better than The Witcher, so I'm happy about that. Great. Okay, it wouldn't take much to improve on that. Um. Yeah. Um, I was four branches asks, what's your CB radio nickname? And I don't know that I have an answer to that per se, but uh, at the same time, I, 
I found myself, I, I don't remember how I got in this, someone might have asked me the question somewhere else, but uh, it was like thinking about CB radios and do people still use CB radios? And the idea of like, would it be fun to get a CB radio and talk to truckers, I guess. Um, but as I started Googling it and looking around, it seemed like a lot of truckers uh, were saying like, eh, I still have a CB radio because it's good to find out if there's a traffic jam up ahead, but I have it turned down so low because now all I'm doing is I have my cell phone, you know, I have between iPhones and satellite radio. There's not a lot of room left up there in the cab for a CB for, for CB radio. So it left me with the impression that like, Oh, like, like a lot of that data just travels in different ways. And the idea of a, a relatively local, uh, transmitter like that isn't necessarily going to be that big of a deal. I don't, I don't know what I would do with it, but it, it seems like it would be kind of fun. In my mind, it would be fun because it, we, I had a, um, I had a handheld radio that could only tune to three different CB radio channels, uh, but it could transmit. It wasn't just a scanner, and we would sit out near the we could we would it was my my grandparents had a farm that was relatively close to the freeway and the range on this thing was not great but occasionally you could scream at truckers and curse at them and then they would threaten to come find you and yeah. and then they never would which when that that movie came out where the uh what was that was that what was the name of the movie with the trucker that uh, that uh, that found him <laughs> The trucker that found him, I think, was the name of the, the movie. No, uh, Joyride. Yes, Joyride. Uh, oh yeah. I never saw it, but in my mind, it was, uh, it was exactly that. It was man, we fucked around with a trucker, and this trucker is pissed. Do you know uh, Jonathan Demme, the guy who directed Silence of the Lambs, Philadelphia, and uh, like Stop Making Sense and a bunch of other shit? One of his I, first I don't movies, know him. I'm aware. I'm aware of Jonathan Demme. Yes. Well, one of his first movies was just straight up called Citizen Band, and it was about like it was like a vignette with like three different little stories about people who only knew each other from CB radio, mm. and like they all you know like chatting with each other and stuff, and like pretending to be people they aren't. It, I I I want to watch that. Huh? Because it sounds kind of cool. Yeah, I bought a record uh, that is meant to teach you how to talk in CB radio talk uh, okay. from like a thrift store. I was just like digging through their records, and I was like, "This seems like something I could sample and do a bunch of dumb shit with." Uh, and and never put it on because I think the needle on our record player went went sour uh, and does not play records right anymore. But uh, I want to get that and then record the whole thing. Uh, and then have it on my computer. It seems like that would be useful stuff to have. Yeah. Um, for sure. But yeah. Uh, Kazer Scout says, I'm getting really into SNK stuff. Which fighting games would you recommend? Hmm. I would say, uh, real bout Two, mark of the wolves. Mark of the Wolves for sure. Samurai Showdown two. Yeah, uh, I'd say like KOF ninety eight. Yeah. Uh, SNK Heroines Tag Team Frenzy. Oh, you want to get into the the more modern SNK stuff? Okay, yeah. Uh, I it, if we are seriously talking about more modern, um, 
the Samurai Showdown 5 is really good, and KOF 13, I think, is like an all-timer. Did you see um, that Samurai Showdown collection that just came out has an unreleased version of Samurai Showdown 5 in oh, it? I didn't see that. Called Samurai Showdown 5 Perfect, um, which is... Uh, it seems like it's like a patch for Samurai Showdown 5 Special. Maybe, you know, like some light rebalancing was the impression I got from it. Um, I, I didn't dig too deeply into it, but it was like lost. They they put it out on location test and were planning on doing it. But I guess then everyone got laid off. And so it just never came out. And so as a part of this process of putting together this collection, they managed to track down one of the guys that worked on it. And he's like, oh, well, no, it never came out you know, I've got this hard drive here and it turned out it just had the full thing on it or something. So yeah, they managed to uncover it, uh, that way and, and put it out, which is kind of rad. Um, and then I think they applied a translation patch over the top of it to, um, you know, make it English or, or, you know, whatever they ended up doing to it. Um, pretty, pretty awesome. Uh, Arc Lightning says, I've been playing an inordinate amount of Slay the Spire recently on iOS and PC. Any other similar games that scratch a similar itch for you, or should I just put 100 more hours into Slay the Spire? Uh, check out Monster Train. Yeah, it seems like you've been big on Monster Train lately. Yeah, I haven't I haven't played so much in the last like week and a half. I kind of hit a, uh, a plateau in my uh, uh, progress. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll come back to it, but I really like it. Yeah, so uh, other, people, other people in the chat saying Griftlands. Yeah, Griftlands is really cool. Mm. Um, uh, it's like a story-focused one of those that actually has some really neat systems in play. Made by Clay, who honestly can't miss. <laughs> even even like I played Don't Starve for the first time with Abby last week, and in I'm not going to play more of it. But like I was playing, I was like, okay, I get it. I could see why people would be obsessed with this game. Yeah, well, I was okay. I'm trying to think like what did Clay do before before Clay got big in all these weird ways? Shank, Shank, yeah, Shank, Shank is not Shank okay. Is, but Shank is a decent like. Here's our first video game. Exactly, Shank is okay. And to be fair, in my head, when I was like looking this up before I said anything, I was thinking of Death Spank. Oh God! Which is another. They did not develop that game, but it was signed at the same time. You're the first person in 2020 to think of Death Spank. Yay! What do I win? Nothing. You have to think about Death Spank some more. Fuck. All right. Well, I guess we should get out of here then, because I have my the rest of my day is filled. I mean, pre Mark of the Ninja. I mean, like early Clay. Yeah. Like what was what was the first couple of games? And, and Shank was the, the game I was thinking of. Actually, I was thinking of Death Spank and thinking that was Clay, but it turns out it was not. Um, what was it? The, 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 there was a Death Spank two, right? I know there's a Shank two, there a but Death Spank two. It's uh, Death Spank Songs of Virtue. Of virtue. Well, then is it okay? Is it Shank two the one I'm thinking of that is? There was a game. Mm. Ron Gilbert was involved in Death Spank. Okay, I'm okay. the 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 third game in the Death Spank series was what I was thinking of. It is referred to as 
The Baconing. The Baconing. I don't get it. Because I don't know. No, no, because it's not a joke. It's like someone just wrote down, like, ah, what's big on the internet? People love what's the bacon. Most epic thing we could. Yeah, do what's games? the most epicest fucking video game thing we could do? Bacon. Everybody loves bacon. These fuckers are getting dangerously close to ruining bacon. For a while there, everyone backed off. Thankfully, I yeah, feel like I feel like there was a de-escalation there. But like, fuck, man. All right, with that. Everyone have an epic day. Everyone have an epic day. <laughs> yeah. As we say around here all the time, our famous catchphrase, have an epic day. Uh, the bacon narwhals at midnight. Ah, uh, yeah. We'll be back with more stuff. Uh, Jason's up next if you're watching live games. with the hottest, most epicest machinima you've ever laid your fucking eyes on. These Halo guys are going to fuck We'll be back then. It's going to blow your dicks out. I don't... I feel like you just have to, at some point, just get as dirty. Like, like I feel like that type of talk just eventually leads to just some, like, you're going to fuck... It's going to fuck your dick off! You know, it's like like it just turns into some kind of vaguely bullet stormish type shit. Yeah. All right. Everyone out, uh, get out there. Enjoy some vaguely bullet storm type shit. Uh, as stay epic. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.